What is up, guys, and welcome to the Maximum Potency Podcast. I'm your host, Lissa Scott, health coach, CrossFit coach, and online entrepreneur, and I'm here to talk about health, fitness, grabbing life by the horns, and doing everything we can to live at maximum potency. Through a combination of solo cast and interviews, you will be hearing from health professionals, entrepreneurs, athletes, artists, and people who are taking life and running with it. Oftentimes, you'll hear me tell pieces of my story or interview those who have ditched the traditional 9-to-5 setup in pursuit of something that feels a little bit better for them. If you are interested in creating a life you love, feeling better in your body, developing habit and mindset practices, doing a little bit more adventuring and traveling, you're in the right place. If you are someone who is hungry for growth, pursuing greatness, and ultimately hope to have a life that is a true expression of the real you, you're in good company. Welcome and thank you for being here. I am so happy and could not be more stoked that you found your way to this podcast. Before we hop into the episode, I have a very important announcement to make, and that is that today, November 23rd, 2020, my friend Ashley and I are launching a virtual gym where you will be sent a workout of the day. They are 30 to 60 minutes long. Minimal equipment is required, And you're going to be able to log your scores on a leaderboard. It's going to be super fun. We're going to have a group chat where you guys have direct access to both Ashley and I as your coaches. You can ask questions, get feedback on movement. And most of all, you will never be bored because you will be getting a workout of the day, Monday through Friday. going to be a bump in community. Um, Spots are limited. So if you guys are interested in this virtual gym concept, head over to lifeatmaximumpotency.com. You can read more on exactly all the details. We're going to be opening it up December 1st for our very first workout. The workouts are not live. They're posted every morning. You'll get a video of us explaining the WOD, and then you can do it and put your score in the leaderboard. It's going to be super, super fun. Um, But anyway, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out. Just wanted to let you guys know this was happening and It is currently only $10 for your first month, your month of December, if you sign up before December 1st. If you are listening to this at a later date, um, the membership fee is $37 a month, and we would love to have you. So, virtual gym. Times are uncertain right now. We're just trying to keep it fresh, keep it fun. Hope to see you guys in there. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode Before we get into it, I just wanted to say that this recording was originally a Facebook Live workshop over in my private Facebook group called Break the Stagnancy. 
Um, It was such a hit that I decided to put it into podcast format as well. I hope that you enjoy it and I hope that it makes you feel a little bit more curious about where ideas come from and how you can boost creativity. So think you guys are going to dig this a lot if you're anything like the crew in the facebook group they really really loved it so enjoy i am so stoked to be teaching on this um just a little bit of a note on what i've been teaching on lately there's been a big shift in my business um i felt like i had so much more to teach on than just health and fitness um and i really wanted to start to teach on intentional living and living your life to the fullest and ripping on life and being in the moment and using your gifts. And so that is exactly what my business has morphed into is basically helping people realize their gifts, own their gifts, work through their baggage and just rip on life, heading toward a certain goal, heading in a certain direction with a purpose and a fire under their ass and energy about them because that is what happened in my life. And as soon as I tapped into that purpose and that zest, everything just got so much better. So tonight is all about boosting creativity and it is incredibly important that we show up as our full creative selves. And so because of that, I wanted to make this workshop for you guys. Um, so the first thing that I do when I need to get into a creative headspace is clear the clutter. You guys probably know that if there's a bunch of clutter around, it stifles your creativity like no other. It is so hard to concentrate when you've got a visual to-do list scattered all around you, let alone feel relaxed enough to create. Creativity is a high vibe, so anything that's causing like anxiety or fear or worry is going to stifle that creativity. Um, anything that's going to be higher vibe, love, acceptance, um, just those like even more energized states, movement is going to be something that boosts creativity. So. Step one is clear the clutter. If you are trying to create in a cluttered space, step one is clear the clutter. And I think I'm gonna make a whole other video about exactly how to start to know what to get rid of and what to keep. If you are someone who has a small living space and it feels cluttered for that reason, it's like a whole other topic. But clear the clutter is step one to boost creativity. You are gonna have so much literal room and so much more mental room for good ideas to come to you if you're not feeling all cramped and cluttered. All right, number two, bring the color. So clear the clutter, bring the color. They kind of go hand in hand. If you can make your medium, whatever your medium is, whether it's cooking, whether it's drawing, whether it is journaling, whether it's writing, whether it's typing on the computer and you're more of a digital artist, whether literally whatever, if you're programming workouts and you need creativity for that, make sure that all of your tools are organized and accessible. So this could be as simple as having a clean desk that inspires you to sit down at. Maybe you have a plant, maybe you've got some natural sunlight. And if you are an artist in a traditional sense, it is having like mason jars with your colored pencils and your paintbrushes and your paints and feeling inspired in your space and feeling like your space is set up in a way that you like, that is pleasing to you. That gets the creative juices flowing because it's on vibe you guys have definitely seen like my setup in my room where like I have my salt lamps and my plants my oils like stuff that makes me really happy I don't have a lot of clutter I don't have like a bunch of clashing colors even because like I just want to feel zen out and calm when I'm in my space so making your workspace as calm 
and or like colorful or like the colors are accessible the tools are accessible i think you guys know what i'm saying here um setting up your space for success is what i'm talking about and then i want to quote think and grow rich and sorry the dogs are barking there's basketball things happening downstairs and dogs so i'm sorry if you guys can hear all that but anyway think and grow rich states that creativity is like a muscle the more you use it the stronger it gets it states that creativity will not run out it actually multiplies so it's not a depleting resource it's a renewable resource and the more creativity you tap into and use the more you'll have the less you use it's like a muscle the less you have so um, it can be cultivated and developed only by use so like if you're like oh I don't feel creative so then you don't create that's actually a vicious cycle to be stuck in versus if you're like I feel a little bit creative you tap into that you're gonna feel more creative it's like momentum it's like objects in motion stay in motion people who are creative stay creative okay so um, it's a muscle you can strengthen it and the best way to strengthen it is by frequent use even if you feel like you're not creating anything that's gonna be a final product or you know anyone else is gonna see which is taking that time if, if you're a writer to write for five minutes a day ten minutes a day if you're a painter to paint and it's not everything that you make is gonna be amazing like you're gonna have bad reps in there but um, really cultivating and developing by use is the only way um, and then the other thing is it requires stillness it requires sitting for ideas they call it so sitting for ideas there was a man who got paid to sit for ideas aka sit and basically meditate on the problem at hand for a company and any creative ideas that would come he would write them down he'd give them to the company and the company would pay for pay him for that this guy would sit and basically just think for them in a creative manner and so we are required to sit for ideas like if we're not making time for stillness in our lives whether that is like an hour of our day that's devoted to relaxation whether that is actual meditation or intentional like sitting for ideas that's up to you but if you're so busy that there's no um there's no downtime it's really hard to be creative because imagine if you're saying like oh my gosh i only have 10 minutes to come up with, come up with a good idea and like i have to have it by this deadline blah, blah, blah. if you're all outcome based and there's no like play if you are just concentrating on deliverable 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 it's really hard to stay creative because you're constantly under the pressure of a deadline and you're constantly under the like pressure of creating for something you're constantly chasing that finished product and so it makes it really hard to produce and feel creative when you're when you're treating your creative system your brain like a vending machine like I give you this and you give me that um, it's really really hard so it requires stillness it requires you making space for the ideas to come and to get the bad reps out of the way just like practicing anything else so those are two of the biggest takeaways tonight guys it is cultivated and developed only by use and that it does require stillness to get these downloads to get these good ideas to feel creative to feel inspired okay i'm sure plenty of other people have told you to clean your desk and make your tools accessible but those other two i thought were a little bit deeper so i wanted to go into that um and so when we sit for ideas we actually get like hunches like maybe i should dot 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 so i want to break down for you guys where do hunches come from um, and this is also from Think and Grow Rich. This is not my original like ideas that fell out of my brain. This is like a teaching that I recently learned. It was like, whoa, like I have to share this with people. So 
if you are feeling stuck financially or creatively, I really urge you to go read Think and Grow Rich because it is literally so amazing. So amazing. It's teaching me so much directly and indirectly about my business and about myself. So go read that book. You can get it for like $4. Um, it is a classic. So anyway, hunches and where they come from. When we have those hunches, where are they coming from? According to Think and Grow Rich, infinite intelligence or God. So we basically are through our faith. We feel like we are urged to go do something or create something. And this is a very real for me. It has happened to me over and over and over again. But how do I connect with God? I get still. Right. And so like, yeah, stillness is required again um, to the subconscious mind. Right. The part of our mind that stored things through our senses that we're unaware we even really remember or unaware that we even really have it. We don't have full control over the subconscious mind. We have somewhat control um, over the subconscious mind, but not full. And so sometimes things will kind of like surface out of our mental filing cabinet. We're like, wait a minute. And we'll get inspired by an old idea, sight, sounds, memory, whatever. Um, or it could be a different thing. It could be your subconscious. Like you're like, intuitively, I feel like I should go do this thing. Not really sure why that's kind of like your subconscious talking as well um, where you just are, feel like you're following your gut in a way and then the mind of another who has just released the thought through conversation and so sometimes you're talking to someone and they say something you're like oh my gosh and they might not even have been saying to you like oh I think you should XYZ but you're talking to someone you hear a need or you hear them talk about a project and all of a sudden you're like that thank you for saying that like I needed you to say that because that just triggered a thought in me and that is so, so powerful. So another way besides getting still and listening to your gut and listening um, to God or the universe or whoever you connect with um, to actually go and interact with other people is a great way to get inspired as well. A great way to have hunches come to you. You start to talk to people. You start to realize like, oh, this thing might be needed in the world or like, quite literally it could get you a lead as well so if it's something that you are already you know making and you're just looking to share it that's a really really good way as well so then the other one is another person's subconscious and this comes from being very intimately involved with another person where you can almost feel their energy so one way that this is sure to happen um, and he actually talks about this in the book as well is like if you're having sex with someone you're very close to their subconscious mind because you're as intimate as two people can be um and then another thing is just being like coexisting with a person in their in a relationship or a roommate um and you're around that person a lot and you're like i feel like we should whatever and the other person's like oh my gosh i've been thinking that too like that sort of synchronicity between two human beings that comes from some form of intimacy whether it's friendship or romance or anything like that but those are the four main places that hunches come from in the book he actually says like that that's where they come from that there's no other known sources um i think that there might be some more i think that maybe they could be lumped into those but you know a movie or a song i guess that's another person's thought if you really want to look at it like that but certainly um there's other things that could trigger thoughts and trigger ideas and trigger hunches and so i just think that is fascinating that someone actually wrote down that concise list for us to come back to and be like wow yeah that's really true so there is 10 stimulants of the mind and they are known to key up 
the highest vibes and actually trigger creativity. Now, I'm not saying that all of these are healthy and I'm not saying that you should go out and do one of these 10 things like every time you need to create, but there is ways to stimulate your mind. This is why I was saying, you know, ways to get into flow state, ways to boost creativity. There are literal stimulants of the mind. I'm gonna go through the top 10. First one, the most powerful energy is sex energy. And I know this is kind of weird to like be talking about creativity and sex at the same time, but he says in this book that man's highest desire is to please woman. And when that is his highest desire, it doesn't have to be literally like going and having sex with a woman. It's she is inspiring him to do amazing things. And so I think it goes for women too, is like we want to show up as the highest version of ourselves and people who are highly sex people are going to show up bolder. They're going to show up with better style. They're going to show up with elegance, grace, class, poise. Um, this is obviously not like aimless. This is like romantic in love type sex energy, not just like animalistic sex energy. But he says that's the top stimulant of the mind is sex energy. So take that for what you will. Read the book if you're still confused. Um, I just explained like this much of it. So there's a lot more to that. There's a whole chapter on it in the book, but that's the number one stimulant of the mind. Number two is the vibration of love. So it could be literally being in love or it could be feelings of love and light. Love is number two. Um, number three, third stimulant of the brain is the desire for more, more power, more money, more fame. Um, I would argue that this could even be the desire for more experiences. So something is driving you to want more, to accomplish more, and that actually triggers creativity because you're thinking to yourself, how can I get that? How can I achieve that? And it forces you to reverse engineer from a goal. Um, four is music. Music is definitely a stimulant of the mind gets us into all sorts of different states and I think it's pretty amazing I think that one speaks for itself I don't really need to explain that one um, friendship spend more time with your friends okay they should fire you up they should remind you of your gifts they should encourage you they should encourage you to use your gifts as well so if you're feeling stagnant you need to boost creativity go hang with your friends um, six is suffering. Definitely a stimulant of the mind. I think that anytime we're going through stuff, it forces us to think more, sometimes overthink. Um, when you're down, you see like the great, the greats, like the great artists, they made their best art when they were sad. Most of the time, like example, country music star writes a song when they get dumped, right? Like when you're suffering on some level, maybe not on a primal level of like, I don't have food and shelter, but you're suffering emotionally, it's a stimulant of the mind for sure. And it will produce good art in you if you allow it to be a catalyst for that. And you don't just look at it as like, poor me, I'm stuck in this situation, but rather what is this trying to teach me? What am I feeling right now? And is that relevant to other human beings? And can I share that? And can I create from that place? I think is incredible. Um, the book Milk and Honey is a poetic style book. She writes from a place of great pain, but it is amazing and it is beautiful. Um, number seven, fear. He writes, fear is a great stimulant of the mind. I think that at face value, we could all agree with that. But I also think that fear, the, the idea of fear and then the idea of actually like 
having nothing to lose. I think that's an amazing stimulant of the mind is if you can get your head into like, well, why not? Why wouldn't I produce this thing? Why wouldn't I create? That is a powerful place to create from as well. Number eight, a mastermind alliance based upon the harmony of two or more who gather for spiritual or non-spiritual advancement, AKA put yourself in good intellectual company with other free thinkers whose goal is to grow. Surround yourself with growth-minded individuals, okay? Um, being in an intentional mentorship or growth space, I also wrote down. So yeah, that one speaks for itself too. That's definitely gonna make you think. If you surround yourself with people who are smarter than you, who want to grow, who wanna push you, who wanna question you, who wanna hold up the mirror for you, you are definitely gonna be in a more creative space. I can speak from firsthand experience I have sought out these types of relationships and they have been everything to me. Um, being around other high achievers who are entrepreneurs, who are business owners, who are constantly grinding at their craft inspires me to grind away at mine. And that has been so irreplaceable in my life. So getting around people who have similar goals and they're actively chasing them. They're not just saying someday, someday, someday. Um, that's incredible. That is I would argue that that is not number nine or number eight. I would argue that's way higher on the list, but everybody's a little bit different. So he just made this list of 10. Um, number nine is auto suggestion. Auto suggestion is kind of like affirmations. It's kind of like training your mind to, to think a certain way. And he has a whole chapter on that too. I'm not going to go too deep into that on this call. Um, and then number 10 is drugs and alcohol. So yes, they will stimulate the mind for better or for worse, but uh, there's certainly plenty of artists, writers, musicians that were known to have used drugs and alcohol to create art. And we can't argue um, with the fact that they certainly produced some amazing, amazing work. Jimi Hendrix, Bob Marley. Um, there's some amazing, amazing art that comes from that stuff. All the, all the rock stars, right? So there's a little quote that I want to read to you guys. Um, and basically it's talking about getting still to create, it's talking about using these stimulants of the mind and it's, it goes like this. Eventually, he can freely communicate with sources of knowledge not available through the ordinary rate of thought. The ordinary rate of thought is the thought in which none of the 10 stimulants were used. He can communicate freely with sources of knowledge not available through the ordinary rate of thought. So profound, so awesome. Um, I hope that this has been a non-traditional approach to this topic, guys. I hope that you're like, whoa, I thought I was just going to get like some little to-do list things. Nope, friends, we're going deep into the intellectual side of like what actually boosts creativity, what stimulates the mind, and what practices are required for you to really tap into these things, not do the little to-do list things items and be like, didn't work for me. I did a brain dump and I organized my desk and like I just stole and like writer's block okay no like you gotta get into stillness you gotta follow hunches you gotta stimulate the mind this stuff is way deeper than anything you're gonna find on pinterest and so i'm just trying to bring these ideas to you they're not my original ideas but if i can be a vessel this stuff is inspiring the hell out of me and if i can pass it on to you i figured that that was worth my time so that was napoleon hill in the middle um he wrote think and grow rich those were his ideas and i just want to take the time to add my Lessa Scott spin on this 
and add to you, add to the list for you, that change of scenery needs to be on the list of the 10 stimulants of the mind. I would argue that it is far more inspiring and gives me way more hunches than my affirmations do, than auto-suggestion does. So that's what I would put in place of number nine. But a change of scenery could be simple. It could be as simple as traveling to a local coffee shop and literally just getting out of your four walls, getting new scenery, seeing new faces, hearing new sounds, smelling new smells, like putting your senses in a different location. Like your hands are on a different tabletop. Your ears are hearing totally different sounds than they would at home. You're smelling the coffee, you're hearing chatter, like you're just in a completely different state based on where you are. And when you get there, actually being like observing those differences, right? How is this different than my house? Well, I smell this and I feel this and I hear this and I see this and like putting yourself so present in that moment. Um, and then the other thing is like, it doesn't have to be simple either. It could be travel near or far. And so if it's far, you could go put yourself in a whole nother state, you know, put yourself on a whole nother set of back roads. You could put yourself in a different country. I'm sure it would stimulate the mind. I'm sure it would shake things up. Now I know with COVID, things are a little crazy with traveling, but it can still be done. Um, you just have to be wise about it and maybe willing to get in your car instead of get on a plane. I think it's a little bit more accessible right now. You do not have to go and stay in a busy city. You could stay in an Airbnb and go hang out at a state park and literally see no one. So. Um, it's not like it's irresponsible to go do that right now. And then the other thing I would add to the list is movement. When we move our body, I think that it literally shuffles the cards in our brain and makes us think differently and like clears the stagnancy, clears the muck out of our bodies and allows us to think more clearly and more freely. I think that endorphins create extra ideas. Graham says space creates. Yes, yes, it does, my friend. Um, and so guys, I hope this was helpful. Thank you guys so, so much for listening. I know how much time it can take to sit and listen to a podcast. Um, do me a favor. If this resonated with you, screenshot it, throw it on your story and tag maximum potency so that we can spread the message and more people who need this stuff can get to it. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, if you wouldn't mind leaving a five-star review to boost the podcast, that would be super helpful. Much appreciated, and I will talk to you guys next week.